0: From Public Radio International, this is The World, a co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH Boston. It's Wednesday, March 3rd. I'm Marco Werman. Suicide bombers strike in Iraq days before a crucial election, and a U.S. congressional panel votes tomorrow on a resolution that would recognize the killings of Armenians by Ottoman Turks as genocide. Turks say that term is unacceptable.
1: I have nothing against uh, the use of uh, mass murder, uh, horrors, or crime against humanity, but when you jump into the conclusion of genocide, then you are into politics.
0: Now this news.
2: BBC News with Zoe Diamond. The government of Greece has announced further austerity measures to deal with its debt crisis. The new measures, totaling $6.5 billion, include a freeze on pensions, an increase in sales tax and cuts to civil servants' salaries. Public sector workers and pensioners demonstrated in Athens against the move. The head of the European Commission, José Manuel Barroso, said the changes were important for the stability of the wider eurozone.
1: The additional measures announced today appropriately include expenditure cuts and in particular savings in the public wage bill which are essential for achieving permanent fiscal consolidation effects and restore competitiveness. This is in the interest of the Greek people who will benefit from sounder public finances better growth prospects and job opportunities. It is as well important for the overall financial stability of the euro area.
2: President Obama has dismissed any prospect of greater state control over the U.S. health care system as he called on Congress to approve his sweeping reform plans. Mr. Obama said it was time to give the American people more control over their health insurance. Paul Adams reports from Washington.
3: President Obama didn't say how he wanted this long-running legislative saga to end, but he did say that he wanted Congress, in his words, to finish its work, and that he looked forward to signing health care reform into law. Speaking a short time ago, the president said this was not just about the ability of Washington to solve this problem, but its ability to solve any problem. The American people, he said, were waiting for leadership. He repeated his offer to include some Republican ideas in his health care proposals, but the fact remains that the Republicans are implacably opposed to the sort of overhaul the president wants.
2: The Italian police have arrested seven people suspected of trafficking arms to Iran in breach of a UN embargo. The two Iranians and five Italians were allegedly involved in an operation which moved the weapons around Europe to avoid detection. From Rome, here's Duncan Kennedy.
4: Using phone taps and other surveillance, the Italian authorities tracked the alleged arms traffickers around the world. A number of anti-tank missiles, explosives and other arms have been recovered. The head of the operation said he believed the Iranians may have worked for Iran's secret service. He said they and their Italian associates moved the weapons through different countries to cover their tracks and made sure they were not sent directly to Iran in breach of the international arms embargo.
2: A strong, earth, a strong aftershock rather, has struck areas devastated by the earthquake in Chile. The tremor prompted new tsunami warnings, but these have now been lifted. The latest aftershock came as the authorities were working to speed up the distribution of aid to the coastal town of Constitución and other badly hit areas. President Michel Bachelet had earlier denied there was a shortage of food or fuel. This is the World News from the BBC. A court in Britain has refused an application to release a former Bosnian leader, Ejub Ganic, on bail while he challenges a Serbian extradition request for alleged war crimes. British police detained Mr Ganic on Monday under an extradition warrant linking him with alleged war crimes at the start of the Bosnian War in 1992. Aid agencies and the Ethiopian authorities have denied allegations in a BBC report that millions of dollars donated to the relief effort for the Ethiopian famine in the mid-1980s went to buy weapons. Former rebels involved in distributing aid in the areas they controlled told the BBC that only 5% of the money they handled at the height of the famine went to feed the hungry. The rock star Bob Geldof, who was the public face of the Appeal for Funds, described the report as rubbish.
4: You're talking about a disgruntled exiled general from the army, not someone who is in any way connected with um, the relief organisation.